Hello and welcome to Free From The Real, episode 164, brought to you by puremtgo.com, mtgotraders.com and katefeargames.com. You can hear us each week on puremtgo.com, mtgotraders.com and mtgcast.com. Uh, this is a special episode as this is the one-year anniversary of the death of the podcast's co-founder, Eric Freeborg. With me is... Um, Kia and Seb, as usual. Hey, everybody. Hey, guys. Right. It's been a year since we've uh, lost Eric. It's um, certainly not been an easy year by any stretch of the imagination, especially not at the start. Um, How have you been holding up since? Sad. I mean, I mean, I, I just, I mean, I, I've obviously got. It's been a year. Um, time heals most wounds, I suppose. And so, it's, it's, it's very interesting to me. Um, a lot's happened in this past year, obviously. Um, one of the big changes is that I went from 2011 to 2012. Now, this, that only happens once in a while. Uh, it actually only happens once ever. Uh, but you know, it's, it's, been, it's been weird. I'm, I'm not going to lie and say. Um, my life wasn't impacted. I'm not going to lie to say like you guys' lives, I'm sure were impacted as well. Um, it was a very I, I like it's one of those things. Um, by the time you hear this, you'll probably have seen the article already that we um, a remembrance article we had um, I had written and um, these guys obviously looked over and helped with. And so it's it's surreal. I think is the best way to describe it. Uh, there's a small blurb at the end of the article where I mentioned. I remember last week I was thinking, oh hey, I have this like really like funny um, like thing. I was thinking, oh I should show it to Eric, and I was like, wait, um, and you know things like that. I feel like just probably will subsist for a really long time, right? Uh, yeah. It's a uh, it's it's really weird because I remember. I think it was last last week's podcast we were talking about. Oh, I wonder if like cube drafting is a. Uh, if they're doing the packs individually or if they're doing it uh, like, so they're going to be one of each card or are they using like as like base set in, in which to like create the uh, cube drafts. And I was like, you know, in the back of my mind, when I heard that question, my first inclination was like, Hey, let's just ask Eric. I'm sure he knows, but you know, um, cause that was always my inclination uh, when I first started the podcast with him was just, you know, if I didn't know anything, um, I'm, I'm sure Eric knew it wasn't uh, just assumed. So, and you know, that's, that's, that's stuff like that. That's, and it really gets me at times is uh, just like knowing that like you know it's it's been so long, but still remembering him for that role. I think the community I don't think has been able to like fill that hole uh, very well. Uh, we've yeah. a lot of people have tried and like uh, just love what like obviously what Peon is doing and like love what everyone else is doing, but that hole is pretty big. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the community on the message board says. Um, it hasn't been the same since he wasn't there. Um, very much the case of um, what was um, that there was a, a bit of life and vibrancy he gave to the community. He was always very much um, able to keep things uh, going, even in the hard times um, in his uh, position as VCL. But um, it's just not been the same, if you will. Yeah, it's, um, it's really interesting to kind of think about, you know, how much he he contributed. And it's really evident when you look at the fact that, you know, we obviously, you know, we continue on with the podcast and we do the best we can. 
Um, but it seems like Eric's ability to be plugged into the going ons of magic was really incredible. Um, especially, you know, I try to, I look at myself and I give, you know, I, I excuse myself. I'm like, oh, you know, I have a full time job. I have other responsibilities, so I can't you know, do as much. But Eric did that exact same thing. You know, he, he worked and he had a family. Um, and he still stayed plugged in enough to not only do the podcast, but also do state of the program and be a community leader. And that we still feel his absence, even with multiple people working to kind of fill that void. Obviously, you know, Pete John has done a great job with state of the program and I like what he's uh, done with that. And, you know, we've tried to do our best to maintain uh, things here on the podcast, but um, it's just interesting, you know, that we can all try to work together to do the job that one man did seemingly effortlessly, um, you know. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's a bunch of things have changed since last year, and so I guess like one of the things that we should probably talk about is the fact that uh, this wasn't really brought up much when it happened. Uh, those in his close circle knew, uh, but at, at the request of Tammy, um, Eric's, um, is, is she just like a widower, I guess, or like? Widow, yes. Yeah, widow. There we go. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Um, things other people should know, or I should know, I suppose. Um, you know, one one thing we we tried, I've tried not to talk about, uh, but it's something that we we do need to talk about is the fact that you know, uh, as some of you may know, Eric uh, did commit suicide last year, uh, and so um, that's you know that's something that generally. I've always thought it was very uh, private and that we shouldn't talk about it, but I've been told, and this is news to me, so I figure it might be news to other people, that um, Tammy wants us to talk about it because she feels that, you know, I think the line she uses is that suicide prevention and suicide awareness go hand in hand. And so, um, yeah, I mean, just it's, we're going we're to include the uh, links to the suicide prevention hotlines at the bottom. Mm-hmm. And um, she, uh, she, I, just, I just can't like explain how much I want to stress. You know, if, if um, everyone makes such huge impacts in the different communities they're in all the time, like it's not it's not even like it's not even funny how big an impact you think you you, you don't even know you have until uh, you're no longer there. And so, just to reach out, I feel like it's one of those big things. That I just hope everyone could take away from this. Absolutely, and I, you know I know. It is a really serious issue. Um, I don't know how many people were, you know, know this, but I do my back, background is in psychology, and I do work in psychology uh, in the schools. And so, you know, it's very important to me that it, you know, it's a big issue that I deal with. Um, it comes up obviously in my work. Um, and yeah, you know, talking about it, you know, talking about things with people is the key because when you let things fester in your own mind and from your own perspective, they can obviously get blown out of proportion or be misinterpreted and you can really lose something. And you can also fail to realize your value uh, that you have in your community, in your family, um, and the impact that you have on other people. And if you, you, know, you lose that perspective, then it's easy to slip into something that you might, uh, you know, consider suicide an option, but really it, it should, you know, it should not be an option. You know, you always, there's always people you can talk to, you know, friends, uh, family, or if you, you know, if you feel that's too much, then strangers, you know, within these hotlines with trained professionals, um, who are able to, 
help you through difficult times. You know, and it's, uh, it's, yeah. it's, it's sad um, that, that people can't realize how important they are to others. I remember when I was working uh, in grad school, uh, one day we, we had um, some volunteer time that we did. We went to the, this a grief counseling location, and basically we sat in on meetings, and the one that I sat into were parents of children who had committed suicide. And to listen to them talk, you know, it's painfully obvious how much they cared about their kids and how important they were to them and how much they wanted to help them. But, and you heard time and again, you know, that they didn't see this coming. They didn't know anything was going to happen or they didn't know anything was wrong. So it really is important that you talk to people. And, you know, like I said, like you said, suicide awareness is prevention. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, AJ, I'm sure you were affected, um, probably if if not as much, but more by his uh, his passing. Yeah. And how have have you been this past year? I don't tend to handle death well. I never have. But, um, Eric's loss it hit me hard. It affected pretty much my entire life. My studies went to pot for a. Uh, at least a few weeks. Um, I was. Um, Eric was a genuinely good man. He was a, very much a role model. He was a wonderful father to his son. He was a brilliant husband to his wife. He was an absolute pillar of his community, not just not just in his hometown, but also across the entirety of uh, all of us here. The the magic on the online magic community. All of us who um, follow the game and or have an interest in it and did, and then he was gone it, not being able to talk about him taking his own life was it was something which I was it was pretty hard at times especially because there are a large number of people who wanted to know um, yeah and I, I, it was definitely our mistake yeah. Um, in retrospect, for not letting everyone know right away. Well, not um, necessarily a mistake. It's, it's, I mean, blurting it out straight away could have been painful to Tammy and to her family. It could have, it could have. No, no, for sure. I, it's, it's just, yeah. um, in retro, I, it's like hindsight's 2020 and knowing mm. what we know now, um, having gone through this about, uh, what we should have done. Mm. Um, it, you know, it's, Tammy is an incredible, just, I don't know if she's listening to this right now. Um, but she's an incredibly, incredibly strong woman. Um, I think mean, I mean, that goes without say. Uh, but it's um, and like and she's incredibly strong for letting us talk about things like this. And it's it's just so strange to me that um, you know we don't want to talk about it, obviously. But well, it's I mean especially like you know for I, mean, I know obviously here in the United States it's somewhat of a taboo subject um, to talk about, and uh, many people will take it as a sign of weakness. Um, when really it's more, you know, that's, you know, a person, you know, doesn't realize the help that they have available to them. And I don't think, I don't think that's a real accurate assessment, but that's the way I think it's culturally at least felt somewhat by us. Yeah, I, I, I would definitely agree, especially in the States and like, not just the States, I'm sure I know for a fact that like, uh, mental illness is not really considered a thing in a lot of different parts of Asia. And, you know, it's one of those things where like, 
it's we really really need to push back on that i feel yeah. um yes it's like you're not being a burden to anyone uh, if you if you need help please like seek someone out like it can be your your friends your family it could be just a just a like a, your teacher your coworkers um your support I mean, network in general yeah, yeah your support networks in general i feel are like good to have and good to reach out to um mm. i mean just it's it's so striking to me that considering eric was there for everyone that I mean, it, it pains me to know that he, um, I, I didn't hear about it from him. Um, that I didn't, I didn't realize he was in, in the trouble. And like, obviously, like I've been told by people not to blame myself, but it's it's, it's hard because he's just been there for everyone. Um, yeah. I remember I've heard some great stories from Joshua about um, Eric helping him out. I've heard I know Eric personally helped me out a lot, uh, just doing. Well, I've always wanted to do a podcast, and he he helped out a lot, obviously. And so, it's. Knowing the stigma and trying to defeat it, I think, are two things that, uh, if anything else, we should really all try to do. I think it's one of those things where it's, it's very important to take a step back every day and like realize, like, like let people know, hey, how are you doing? Uh, are you doing fine? Uh, is everything okay? And it's, and it's important if, you know, if someone comes to you with that, you know, to try and be there and support them if you can. And if you feel that you can't, you know, if you don't think you're qualified or you don't think you can do that, then you know, trying to point them in the direction of someone who can or something they can. So that's why, you know, we want to give you this information. So if, you know, someone does come to you and for whatever reason you feel you're not, you don't, maybe you don't think you're qualified to help them or something like that, you can at least point them in the direction of someone who can be there to support them. Yeah. The worst thing for me was in the weeks leading up to it, there were little signs, little bits here and there, um, he was handing over more and more of the podcast responsibilities to me. They were um, uh, making sure I knew how to um, get it recorded properly, uploaded properly. Um, it, it definitely felt like he was thinking about stepping down or something. And then that happened. And then yeah, what do you do when the world falls out? You know, but I mean, and, and I think it's easy to say that now. But at the time, certainly you look at it, I mean, he was, he was an incredibly busy guy. You know, he was a business owner. He was a husband, a father. Um, you know, he was a community member on the boards. He had the article series, you know, so it's easy to say, oh, maybe he just needs to have something taken off of his plate because he's so busy. You know, it's he, the last thing you want to think is that is someone is, you know, really hurting and that they're considering suicide. Yeah, it's, it's, it's also – it's uh... Uh, having done some more research, but obviously, like he is an expert here. Like people who tend to reach out, you know, people don't reach back. I think that's I think that's a huge problem, um, mm. just in our in our society. Um, if if you're the if you're the if someone's uh, um, if someone's you know tr- reaching out to everyone, you know, no one if no one's there to reach out to them, it's it's hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, like you know, it's and like I feel, I definitely feel this is the trap we fall into. Is that if, you know, if you know someone in your life who's you know constantly being that person there for you, uh, constantly like you know making sure you're okay and whatnot. Just like you know, make sure you check up on them. I think it's yeah. And like push, push. I think is another thing. It's like push and just like make sure like if they might say I'm fine or, or like I'm always fine or something like that, but just like push harder to see what's happening in their life. And like you know, if there's any regrets I have is that. Um, you know, I hadn't talked to him since roughly around New Year's, 
so three months prior. So that's that's uh, 15 months ago. And and the big reason was was just like you know, my life was okay. His life, I'm sure, I, I felt was probably very busy. Didn't want to bother him. But you know, it was, it was just one of those things. Like I wish I had bothered him. Which I had been like if if any of us had found out, we would have been able to be there. I think. And it's just it's I'm not blaming anyone, and I'm obviously not blaming myself. All these like cognitively correct things to say, but you know if, if you know someone you like especially people you care about make sure you reach out Chris Custodes Ipsos Custodes who watches the Watchmen exactly yeah I mean you never know you can never know what's going inside another going on inside another person's minds and what they're you know thinking and how they perceive things around them and I think you know part of what you said Sebastian like you said it's important to know that you need to to try but also to know that you know if if you're not comfortable, like that's, I think a lot of reason some people won't reach out because they're afraid, you know, maybe like, what if I don't say the right thing, or what if I, they, they would feel somewhat responsible, maybe. Um, so I think it's important just to know resources, and say, you know, like if you talk to someone and if they reach out to you, say, you know, look, I really don't know. I mean, I would love to help you, but I don't really know personally how to do that, or I don't know, I don't feel confident in that, but I know some people you can talk to that would love to help you and know what they're doing and know how to help people in these situations. So that's why I think, you know, professional resources are huge in this. Um, and to not be afraid to say that, to say, you know, I don't really have the the ability to help you in a way myself personally, but I can get you somewhere that can get you help. Yeah. yeah. Great. Yeah. Um, I, I guess that's, that really is what it is. Uh, it's uh it's been a interesting year. It's um I'm sure a lot of people have been affected in the community. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, without a doubt obviously Tammy and Bruce are both very affected. Um so I just want to reiterate my thanks on the podcast again to uh Heath, to Joshua, um to Mike, you know, to the other Mike. One does the tech stuff, one is Danger Linto and does classic. Um one's more useful my thing. But that's that's besides the point, but uh, you know, it's it's like a thank you to them. Obviously, I think it's a huge thing that we I, I want to express. I love uh, Pete stepping up; it's been great too. Um, but beyond that, uh, we do have a couple of other newsworthy items um, to uh, talk about. One of them, which is something that we've been uh, we've been working on for a few weeks now. Uh, first of all. You may have seen Hamtastic logged into uh, MTG um, Magic Online, and we apologize for that. Uh, what's happened recently is that um, under the advice of both Heath and other people, we've uh, Tammy has gone and moved, transferred all of uh, Eric's cards off the account. And so we apologize for any you know, pain or hurt that people felt. Um, it was completely, uh, it was step one in a multi-step process, which leads up to the idea of, of the charity auction. So um, for those of you who don't know, uh, Eric, it was uh, an amazing father, um, someone who cared deeply about his son, uh, cared deeply about his wife, uh, and it's 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 very sad to have seen seen him go. Uh, and so we last year we set up a, a fund for him, and so we got, we just collected donations. Uh, he did a great job. He paid all the all the costs and whatnot, and we raised a, a, a small but like a good chunk of money, for, especially considering like the number of sources the money came from. Uh, and so, but we want to raise a little bit more money. 
uh, we want to make sure that the scholarship fund has enough money so that over time it'll grow enough to at least cover like a year or two or like make sure if he, um, given how smart he's probably going to be, like and probably already is actually, like to have some living expenses covered for as well to pay for books and whatnot. Um, these are, um, you know, if if people who are going to be NBA players at some point, like in college, uh, need some resources, I'm sure he does as he will as well. So uh, for this purpose, we've moved the cards off. Uh, MTGO traders, Tapir Games have done, a, and he especially has um, stepped up and done something tremendous this time, which is that uh, we're going to be auctioning off parts of his collection uh, for the for the next, I would say, month, maybe two months. His collection is really huge, by the way. Uh, to and from which 100% of the proceeds will go directly into Bruce's scholarship fund, mm-hmm. and so we're we're currently in the process of like processing the cards, making sure there's a minimum value. Um, he's actually, you know, he's he's even volunteered that if you know no one purchase makes a purchase that he will pay for um, the fair market price for it. So this is going to be a, a clean sell through, and we're going all the money is going to go straight into the, the Bruce's scholarship fund. And so uh, we, we would definitely encourage you all to participate in the auction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, if you if you got value out of any of the contributions that Eric ever gave to the community, then I would, you know, at least check it out, and I think it would be a good thing. And obviously, you know, it's going to a good cause, like to support uh, the education of a young man who, like I said, is probably going to be very, very bright and be very successful. Um, and I know I'll be looking through it, and I'm certainly going to provide support for that, and I'll try and pick up a card or two. Um, to offer my support, and uh, yeah, just check it out. In the coming in the coming weeks, we'll have that information. It'll be available through uh, puremtgo.com and geotraders.com. Yeah, uh, you know, um, and honestly, for everyone else, uh, Eric's collection has some really hard to find cards as well. Um, one that comes to the top of my mind is the Siege Gang Commander. Do you guys remember this? The uh, the one the, the only online misprint that we have. Eric has a copy of. Uh, I think it's one of like six copies. I don't even know what you're talking about, honestly. Basically, do you, they. Do you remember what uh, I'm talking about, AJ? Yes, the uh, first of the dual decks, elves versus goblins. You had the um, uh, the first few printings thereof had uh, non-foil versions of the rare, which is supposed to, of course, be foil in every case. Very, very few of them are non-foil. So what we have here in Eric's collection are the MTGO misprints of the non-foil versions of the uh, Ambush Commander and Siege Gang Commander from the Elves vs. Goblins set. They're practically unique online, some of the rarest cards you can possibly get, and they're going up on auction. Yeah, huh. uh, I remember uh, when he, he was offered, I think, the entirety of Judgment, as someone offered him in Judgment. Like a set of Judgment? <laughs> Like a set of judgment and a set of odyssey for the card. Wow. Uh, yeah, and he said no because he he has a, a ton of sentimental value and like, uh, you know, if if you're looking to you know if you really want to contribute and you want to like bit back, I'm I'm pretty sure that's going to be a huge cash cow for um, it. Also, we're going to also re up the uh, just like the basic donation site. So if you if you feel bad about like buying parts of his collection or you just, just want to have extra money to give get back, uh, please do. Mm-hmm. Um, We'd love for that to happen. Yeah, so. absolutely. Right. Um, I guess just for, you know, to go along, uh, question of the week, you know, if you have 
a story that you would like to share um, about Eric, you know, please let us know. Like, tell us how he impacted you, um, either through magic or in life. Um, and I would challenge, you know, because I know obviously we have some people who are new to the game, some community members who probably don't uh, did not have the opportunity to get to know Eric. Um, and I think one way to do that is, you know, read through some of the stories. Obviously, uh, Sebastian's got another article that he's going to post as well that has uh, some information that we've all put together about, you know, how Eric affected us. And uh, he's, his many of his articles are still posted. Like, some of his uh, State of the Program articles are pretty inspiring. I, re I recently reread one that he wrote that I remember reading and was just amazed. It talks about his um, journey to complete a triathlon, um, which is ridiculously hard um, for the general population and for a magic player to complete a triathlon is just about a miracle. Um. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I never got that. I know he like, he's, he has this, like he had this type, he had this will, right? Like if you want to do something, he'd do it. Um, the triathlon, you know, <laughs> what can you say? Yeah. Um, there's not much I can, there's not much I can say. So, mm -hmm. Yeah, but to go back and, you know, just read some of his state of the programs, like articles where he talks about, you know, his efforts to, like, to set goals as a way to grow in magic and life and, like, how he, he documented his progress. And he was, just, you know, he was really, like, even now, like, if you go back and read some of the stuff, it's really inspiring uh, to see, you know, what he what he tried to do for himself, to make himself better and to help others. Like, so if you didn't have the opportunity to know him, I would suggest, you know, you search through the Pure and PGO archives and, you know, read some of his stuff. It's pretty, pretty awesome. He put a lot of himself on digital print, um, one way or the other. Uh, look at the look, well, listen to the first few episodes of um, Pure MTGO. His voice is um, enshrined for as long as the internet will last, presumably. And by the first few, he means like the first like a hundred. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not, not quite a hundred, but like a, it, was, it was very close. Yeah. Um, um, and like he's literally in every single one, I think, with except because uh, I come in and out. Due to my uh, crazy like travel schedule, and yep. then AJ joins us some sometime I think in episode twenty ish, twenty seven ish I think twenty seven ish oh yeah and yeah. so, but through all that Eric's constant voice man um, I would skip episode two I I, I sound awful in that episode um, I sound off pretty bad in most episodes compared to Eric so it's uh, uh it's 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 you know it's scary. Um, mm. His Twitter is still up, by the way, which I thought was very interesting. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, but please, you know, share any stories you have. You know, just you know, remember the positives that he did and the things that he did to impact this community. Um, I mean, there's a, yeah. there's a reason that uh, Wizards of the Coast named the Community Cup trophy after him because he 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 was everything that that is supposed to be about. You know, so I'm sure he affected most of us in some way. Yeah. Um, yeah, so but in terms of the charity auction, uh, just one last point about that is that uh, check the Pure MTGO Twitter. I'll be tweeting about it as well, but check the Twitter. The auctions are just going to keep coming up and up and up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. There was um, one thing. Uh, last week we questioned whether the um, uh, cube drafts were going to be singleton. We got a reply from uh, Chris Kiritz, uh, WhatCK, uh, that uh, they were indeed going to be singleton drafts. So yeah, so there's there's your news for the week. Yeah, yeah there's your there's your like little bit of news. This is very little bit of news. <laughs> this is in fact a magic podcast. Uh, we're just um, taking a week to remember someone very close to us. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, uh, that's um, that's what you've been playing, AJ. Yeah. Not much. I've uh, dabbling a bit with horrors, but yeah, not really. Not. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sorry. How about you, Sebastian? Uh, you know, I've, I've been I've been playing some standard again. Um, I I like to get back into magic a little bit more. Um, standard PGQ is a great time to do just that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've, I've I've a couple of interesting new projects in the pipelines. I've I've talked to Kia about, so but you'll hear about that in the future. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I've also jumped back into standard, switching off a of modern. Uh, now PTQs are done, and uh, boy, there's a bit of a learning curve, man. I'm because I'm getting kind of stomped right now, but uh, hopefully we're on the upswing. Yeah, I, mean, I feel like I'm being stomped by the same decks the previous standard season, which is always nice because then you you know you know what you're doing wrong. Yeah. I just not know how to solve it. Yeah, yeah no, I mean, <laughs> still gotta work if on you know how to solve it, I would have done much better the previous standard season as well. So. Yeah. Uh. All right. Well, um, you know, uh, thank you guys for listening in. We appreciate you know you tuning in, and like I said, you know, don't be afraid to seek out help if you need it, or seek out counsel in whatever way. And uh, you know, let's let's try and do our best to you know remember and honor the memory of Eric by doing everything we can to support this great community that we have. Yeah. Right. We have the uh, numbers of people you uh, uh, can call if there is anything which um, you want, you need to talk to anyone about uh, in confidence in the show notes. Mm-hmm. So, uh... mm-hmm. all right. All right. Thank- Other than that, have a good week, everybody. Yeah, thanks for indulging us. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. <laughs>